What's up, you guys? I'm Anya. And I'm Kylie. And this is Two Degrees Hotter, the postgrad podcast where we get real about life after college every Tuesday. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Two Degrees Hotter. Welcome back, everybody. We are excited you're here to listen to another episode, and we think this is going to be a good one. Yes. So we today are talking about journaling, all the different kinds, how we journal, how you could journal, why you should journal, just everything there is to know about journaling, or at least as much as Anya and I know about journaling. Yeah. And we have mentioned this in a recent episode. I don't remember if it was the 22 things we learned or maybe the um, winter blues one, but we recently mentioned journaling as a tip and felt like it deserved its whole own episode. So hopefully you guys feel inspired to pick up one of these techniques by the end of this. Yes, but before we get into the episode, we have a new Apple review that we wanted to read. So as always, if you leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, we'll read it on the air so that we can hear from you guys, see what you guys are liking about the podcast. And yeah, what's didn't we, we talked about a word, how it like breaks the fourth wall between. <laughs> oh, um, yeah, I can't. I don't remember what it is. I can't but... think of the word. Yeah, but I said it and everyone was like, what? <laughs> yeah. So if you remember that word, that's what we're doing. So this one is very special because it was left on my birthday. So I think it's like a little birthday gift. And it's from Taylor Beck with a bunch of C's and a bunch of K's. I'm assuming that was for, you know, added emphasis, not how she actually spells her name. (laughs) Um, But she said, absolutely love this podcast. As a young woman who's part of the workforce, working two jobs, and soon to be graduating with a biology degree, work it, woman in STEM, Uh, both Kylie and Anya give great insight on their lives that I can vibe with. Love the topics discussed and the material y'all provide. Please keep it up. So thank you so much for leaving that, Taylor. That literally made my whole day, my whole birthday. Thanks, Um, Taylor. Also, working two jobs and studying biology, I actually could never. Like, I couldn't even do one of those two things. And also, I know you don't have to be from the South to say y'all, but I feel like maybe... Maybe she is. So let us know. Where are you from? Shoot us a DM. I'm curious. Yes. But as always, keep leaving your reviews. We love to read them. They literally make our day. And we're not just saying that to be like corny and cheesy. They actually make our day. Yeah. And just as a disclaimer, um, we acknowledge that this episode is coming out post-election here in the U.S., but we are recording pre-election, so that's why we're not acknowledging any results in this episode, Um, but really, really genuinely hoping for a democratic and a peaceful outcome when you guys are listening to this. Um, Fingers crossed, and yeah, sending you all good vibes, and we will talk about it uh, in real time in a later episode. (laughs) Yeah, don't worry. Anya and I will, in fact, be giving our unsolicited opinions (laughs) on the whole matter. Yeah, but right now we can't because we don't know what's happening. (laughs) Yeah. We do know that people are early voting at an extreme rate, though, which is awesome. Uh, I think both of us voted early, so. Yeah, almost everyone in my family except for my dad voted early, and he's not only not voting early because he missed the deadline, but he's going in person. So yeah, definitely. If you're if you haven't voted, well, actually, no, this is coming out after, so it doesn't even matter. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, everyone's voted. ready. Yeah. Everyone's voted. I hope you voted. Yeah. We hope you voted. It's public record also. People can look yeah. it up if you voted. So, T. so don't, don't pretend be to be woke and then not vote. Yeah. Well, I guess we're just scolding previous you now. That's not even fair. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, previous <laughs> you. That's our bad. 
All right, let's jump into our segments. So for my week in review, I was planning to talk about my work event that had been a couple months coming now um, that finally was over as of last week, um, but we got some more pressing uh, news, I guess, to cover instead. Um, So I just wanted to talk about it. So um, my dad actually suffered a pretty dramatic injury. Um, It's technically a TBI, a traumatic brain injury. Um, And that makes it sound really, really bad. And like, don't get me wrong, it is pretty bad. But it's like, I think in that category of injury, we're very lucky because he hasn't really suffered many noticeable like neurological deficits. Like he can still talk, walk, do all the things. Um, So he's back from the hospital now. But if you guys remember, my mom also had a pretty big medical emergency earlier this year. So kind of dealing with the tail end of both of those at the same time right now, it's a little challenging. Um, well, not the tail end of my dad's, but the tail end of my mom's and then like the peak of my dad's, I guess, at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just keep thinking to myself, I feel like I'm too young to be like dealing with parents in these positions. Maybe that's like a weird thing to say, but I just feel like, you know, you don't expect to like be taking care of your parents until you're older in life. So I just want to say if anyone else is in the same position right now, I feel for you. It's like very stressful to see the people that raised you in like very vulnerable positions um, but we're getting through it and it really just showed it was like 2020 was not done with me. So, you know, just when you think it's over. Yeah. 2020 really, I mean, it took a toll on all of us. Don't get me wrong, but it like really took a toll on you. Like when you texted me, I couldn't even believe that that happened after your mom was hurt. So, but I'm very proud of you. You've been very strong and you've done a great job with taking care of them as stressful as it can be. And yeah, and I'm wishing them both a speedy recovery. I know your mom's like almost recovered, but she has her other surgery coming up. So hope she recovers fast. Before we know it, it'll all be back to normal. That's like the craziest part to think of. Like a year from now, we're all probably going to be like, can you believe all that stuff happened? But yeah, so send my dad good vibes in whatever way you tend to do that. Because his injury is like very different than my mom's was. Like it's like going to be a pretty it's just much more invisible I guess yeah my mom's injury was like pretty like I guess graphic you could say um and this one is like it's a brain injury so like you really just don't know like what's going on so it's like figuring out the medication and all that so yeah send him good vibes would appreciate for sure um so my (laughs) weekend review is a little bit lighter uh my family got a peloton which is very exciting And the only reason this isn't my favorite is because at this point, we've only had it for three days. And I feel like I should probably use it more than three times before I'm like, this is my favorite thing in the world. But I will say, I've ridden it every day since we've gotten it. And it's really fun. Like, it's a really, it's a good workout. And I like, like, the programs on it and how you can pick different lengths. Like, they have actually five-minute rides. And if you think that I'm not going to, like, stress ride the peloton in between classes for five minutes you're absolutely wrong that's a hundred percent gonna happen in fact i did it today not between classes but i got on it for 10 minutes because i was just so frustrated at an assignment and i was like i need to pedal it out but yeah so i'm excited to have this especially as we go into the winter months because i've been in the habit especially on tuesdays and thursdays i have five and four classes respectfully so like i am on zoom all day long 
with barely any breaks. And it, obviously by the end of the day, my eyes feel like they're going to fall out of my head. And I've been in the habit of going on walks. But as we get into the winter months, that's going to be less attainable. So I'm happy to have this to kind of like get myself away from my desk and my computer. It does use like a monitor. So it's not technically like screenless. Yeah, but (laughs) it's not at like, I don't need to stare at the screen the whole time. Like I can just listen to it and like get my body moving. I'm jealous. I want to come over and use it sometime because I've actually, I've used like a bunch of different bikes before, but I've never used a Peloton itself. So it's really fun. You can come over and use it anytime. All right, let's shift into our favorites. So my favorite this week isn't really seasonally appropriate and I acknowledge it, but it's good enough that I feel like I need to voice this anyway. So I was at the liquor store here in New Hampshire we have a very interesting uh, liquor store setup. If you guys aren't familiar, we have like <laughs> state-owned liquor stores, so yeah. you can buy like beer and wine basically anywhere, like gas stations, pharmacies, like all over the place. But you can only buy liquor at these like state-owned stores, and I don't really know why. I guess like tax stuff, whatever, something like that. Yeah, but basically we have like humongous liquor stores here in New Hampshire, and the prices are apparently like really good compared to other states. Mm-hmm. So anyway, <laughs> I digress. I tried this gin. Only because the bottle was pretty. I literally saw it and I took a picture and I sent it to Grant and I was like, this is so pretty. And he was like, buy it because we were heading up to the lake a couple weeks ago and I was like, mm, okay. So I bought it <laughs> and it's called Malfi, Malfi Rosa Gin. So M-A-L-F-Y space R-O-S-A Gin. And it's Sicilian pink grapefruit, Italian juniper, rhubarb, and botanicals flavored. And the grapefruit like really, really comes through. And I'm not even a huge grapefruit person. Like the grapefruit White Claw is actually my least favorite, but it's just such a like, I guess, natural tasting grapefruit that it's like phenomenal. So we just had like basically just gin and tonics with lime, but I feel like it would be so good in like basically anything. So if you're into gin, I would highly, highly recommend. It was like life-changing. Yeah, I'm seeing my friends from college this weekend, and I think I'm going to stop and get that in some tonic water because for those of you that don't know, my drink of choice at a bar is a gin and tonic, and that's a controversial opinion. All my friends think I'm such a weirdo for that, but if I show up with this gin, I have a feeling they're going to be able to see my side of the story a bit better. Yeah, and it's also just pretty. It's like a nice little peachy color and the bottle is literally gorgeous and I feel like it would it's definitely made for like maybe like a summer evening outside on like the porch type of vibe but I had it in the fall who cares listen it's 2020 we're making our own rules (laughs) from here on out so my favorite is also food and drink related we're very domestic (laughs) this week yeah we um so mine I never try new recipes and if I do I'm definitely more of like a baker than like a like cook but I keep seeing all over Instagram especially before quarantine I feel like any like YouTuber that lives in LA was like oh my god the spicy fusilli with vodka sauce at this like one LA restaurant I think like Gigi Hadid was known for like making it famous or something because she was like this is the best food I've ever had in my life and since then I feel like I see it all the time and I fell down a YouTube rabbit hole where I was binge watching Cody Ko's videos. Mm. I don't know how I got there. I'm not that mad that I got there. I love Cody Ko. He's so funny. I love like, him. I'm so obsessed funny. with him. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Now. And like I only started watching his videos like three days ago. But I digress. I was watching his girlfriend's 
YouTube video because I'm also obsessed with his girlfriend. She's so funny. She's literally the female version of him, which is just so funny. <laughs> but so she has like a series on her channel called Dinner with Kelsey, where she just makes dinner, as you could imagine. And I watched one where she made this recipe and she linked it. And I was like, you know what? I feel like I now's the time. I just have to try this. So I made it and holy crap. It was so good. My whole family tried it and we all thought it was so good. And this is coming from someone who does not know how to cook and I was able to make it and make it taste good. And I can't, I can't recommend it enough. I'm so excited to make it again. So I will link the recipe down below. It did take me about an hour to make, but I did have to take several intermissions while cutting the shallot because it did make me cry. So what can you do? Yeah, I definitely want to try it. I Vodka sauce is probably my favorite, like, I guess, dairy-based sauce. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so very intrigued. Yeah, and it's like, it has a good spice to it, but I think it's, my mom thought it was really, really spicy, but I feel like you'd be able to handle it. I didn't think it was that spicy. Mm. So, and you can always scale back the red pepper if you're nervous and add more if need be, but definitely if you're looking for a new dinner recipe, check it out. All right, let's shift into our main episode topic. Let's chat about journaling. For context here, we mean journaling more so for like self-care and like self-improvement than we do productivity because when we were like brainstorming this episode topic, I wanted to make sure that this episode had enough distinction from our uh, paper planning, like digital versus Mm -hmm. paper planning episode. So just so you know, we're not really going to be talking about like organization in like a productivity lens we're talking about like goals and manifesting and stuff like that more so yeah for sure and I know that like things like journaling and I feel like just little self-care things I would even lump like meditation things like that can just feel like a chore to fit into your schedule and that's something that I feel like I've used as an excuse to not journal or not keep up with journaling Um, But I do think it is such a great way to practice self-care and just like force yourself into me time. And before you know it, you're not forcing yourself into it. You're using it as a a healthy outlet um, when you need to. And it can take as much or as little time as you want it to. And at the end of the day, no one needs to be journaling for hours on end. You can literally spend five minutes in the morning brain dumping and move on with with your bad self. So we just wanted to talk about some reasons why you should journal, different ways that you can journal, um, and what we are finding works for us. Yeah, and we're going to give you nine different journaling techniques. Be sure to stick around and listen to those because there's definitely one in here that will work for you. So just a couple reasons right off the bat that you should consider journaling if you don't already. Um, Increased mindfulness and increased emotional intelligence. You can kind of like figure out your own thoughts better, get to know yourself better. Um, Also, you can use the reflecting that you're doing as memories for you to look back on. I do this even like earlier to this year and I just think it's interesting to see like where my head was at. Um, And I think it's especially cool with like manifestations and like goal tracking, which we'll talk more about later on in this episode. But um, I haven't really had that experience yet, but I just know that if you like had written a goal and you could go back and see it, checked off. That would be super cool. Also, it really helps with clearing your thoughts and focusing your mind. This is like probably the biggest reason that I do it. I find Mm -hmm. that it can really lower anxiety to like see your thoughts written out and like not such a jumble in your brain anymore. Um, 
It can be kind of a creative outlet depending on the type you choose, which we can get into a little more later on, give you some examples of the more creative types. And lastly, it can hold you accountable for your goals because you've spoken them into the universe, written them down, and you have them to refer back to. Yeah. And I think something that I really love about journaling is that it's completely customizable. As you'll see, we're going to talk about nine different ways to journal and they really are distinct and unique. And even within those nine ways, there's so many ways that you can customize it to make it work for you and what will be most beneficial for you and your goals, Um, which I think is not only a great way to be creative, but also a nice way to find something that truly works for you um, and benefits you in the way that you need it. I also, and this is something that I've kind of tried to get in the habit of is I'm the type of person that like if I'm like laying down for bed I can like get lost in my thoughts and spend an hour just thinking about like nonsense and so if you can get in the habit of journaling before bed it's a good way to clear your mind and then get a good night's sleep and keep off of your phone which is something that I think we all could probably benefit from I know I'm a victim of scrolling on my phone for like an hour before I go to bed that's not good for you folks so Definitely a lot of benefits that could come from, you know, creating a mild habit of journaling. For sure. And um, I like what you said earlier, how it can like feel like a chore Mm -hmm. to incorporate it initially, but in the end, it ends up being something that you enjoy doing. I feel like it's kind of comparable to like exercise in that way. Like it can be really hard to start and really hard to like force yourself to do it, especially like when you're not familiar with it and you don't know what you're doing. But by the end, it's like something you look forward to in your day. So um, let's jump into the nine different types. I will kick us off here with bullet journaling. I'm sure you guys have all heard of bullet journaling. It's a type of journaling that uses the pages with those little dots, like the grid. I don't know if it would be called a grid. They're just like dotted pages. Yeah. Um, And it's so that you can like write in a straight line, but it's not a distracting, they're not distracting lines. You can still draw and stuff like that. Um, so bullet journals are useful for anyone who has like a lot of to-dos or someone that enjoys goal tracking. So the way that I've seen bullet journals a lot in the past is that they'll have like a table of contents that you create as you add to the journal so that you can find things. Um, and then I've also seen kind of systems of like specific symbols and colors and lines for like different sections of the bullet journal and everything. Um, Some people make them really aesthetic and artistic and like have a whole spread per month and like do illustrations. Some really just use it more as like an organizational tool for their thoughts. Um, So really up to you there. And some ideas for, I guess, sections you could have in your table of contents for bullet journaling would be like mood tracking. So I've seen people do those like big grids and you have like a color for every mood and you can like color in the day with what your mood was. And then that way you kind of have like a month spread of like what your mental health was like that month. Um, I've seen habit tracking. So like you color in the box every time you, I don't know, work out or something like that. I've seen people use it to do lists of books that they want to read or movies that they want to see, bucket lists. And then I've also seen this thing called more, more slash less of next week. So basically like at the end of one week, you reflect on things that happened in the previous week and you think like, what do I want more of this week? What do I want less of like this coming week, basically? So as far as our experience with bullet journaling, our experiences, I suppose, I have tried to start one of these a few times and I do think it's like really well aligned with my personality, but I've just never been super into it. I think maybe if I got like a really nice moleskin, like that classic bullet journal type of journal, um, I would maybe be into it. But 
Yeah, I'm kind of surprised I haven't picked it up more, to be honest. What about you? Yeah, so I have very briefly tried it. I mean, like, only a page or two of trying this. And I just learned that I think I'm too much of a perfectionist. And that might not even be the right word. But, like, if I'm going to bullet journal, I want it to look like the ones on Pinterest. And I know that, like, you don't have to be creative with a bullet journal. Like, you can be very functional. But I'm like, if... I'm going to specifically do a bullet journal. I would want it to be Pinterest level pretty. And I just don't have the time necessary. Like I just know that if I tried to start it, I wouldn't keep up with it. So I just don't think it's the right journaling method for me. Yeah, I feel like you kind of have to know. I mean, I think no matter what style of bullet journal you go with, there is kind of like an upfront time investment into it like every month to like set up all the sections and everything. So I kind of think you have to be the type of person that enjoys like the ritual of setting it up. Yeah. Whereas like I could see it just turn into like a like you get to the last day of the month and you're like, oh shit, my bullet journal's running out. I gotta, you know, like do all these sections now. So it just depends on your personality. Yeah. Um, for sure. But that's just one one way. Yes. So our second way of journaling and one that I'm honestly thinking of starting after this episode are vision journals. So this is a place to write your goals, your manifestations, um, just what you're hoping to happen. I can picture doing this at like the beginning of a new year, beginning of an academic year. And it's really like a vision board. So like I feel like everyone at some point in school had to like make like a poster vision board of something so just picture that but putting it into a journal instead of on to poster board um you can have some life goals per page you can write words add pictures draw something again it's kind of it's all up to you how you want to visualize and plan out this goal and when you do reach the goal you can go back and add the date of the achievement and you can even almost treat it as like a scrapbook and when I was writing the script I was thinking about how you know when you have a journal you have to pages when you open it and on you know the left hand side you could visualize what you want that goal to look like or uh that manifestation and then on the other side you can put in what it actually looked like so say I don't know what's a good goal say you wanted to get straight A's or something like that you could like put a bunch of like study inspiration stuff on the vision side and then on the other side you could put like yourself have like your friend take a polaroid of you studying and put in like your grade transcript or something like that so you can actually see it come to life and I feel like that would be a good way to keep you motivated to work towards your goals and I think I'm going to end up doing that because that sounds like a fun idea to me but some ideas for doing this you can put in like your goal for your dream house or apartment living situation a place you'd like to visit or go on vacation your dream job really anything, any goal that you have, big or small, I feel like you could put into this. Yeah, I think this one sounds really fun. I do note goals and manifestations in my current current journal setup, but I do it in like words. I think it'd be really cool to try to make it more visual. As yeah. of right now, I do have Pinterest um, for vision boards. So I have like, I have a Pinterest board called my future winery slash hobby farm that I add to a lot <laughs> if you guys want to check it out. Um, but that's kind of the only example I can think of. And I do really like doing that so I think it would be cool to get it into paper and then I feel like that's something that like you would find like later in life and it would be like a very reflective thing like if you were ever like moving somewhere in like 10 years and you like find your old like goals journal that would be so I feel like that would be a cool experience to like see how your goals have changed and like which ones you accomplished and I don't know just like where your head was at yeah for sure for me I have in my planner the very first page I did a 2020 to 2021 so I chose academic year goals sheet and I just like separated them I think I did personal goals 
academic goals and podcast goals on one side and then I just left the other side blank to like reflect on whether or not those goals worked out but like you said um mine's all written out so I feel like it it would be really fun to do a dedicated journal and like you said have that to look back on and see you know what what was so important to me when I was 23 in law school yeah for sure so our next one is a line a day journal and this isn't something that I had heard of before I started doing research for this episode, but I think I just thought of it like, I just didn't think of it as this specific name. Mm -hmm. Um, But basically you just write a short line or bullet points about what you did or thought about that day. Um, It's usually like a sentence or two at the most and really shouldn't require too much time or thought. So some ideas would be like, you could make a calendar grid in your bullet journal and like fill in just like three, like top three things from that day in each day. You can note the top three things you did and uh, especially like anything you're proud of or like things that were on your mind that day, maybe like the current news cycle, things like that. And I did try this in a calendar format. Actually, this month I tried it. Didn't really work for me, but I think that might have just been because of like all the uh, crises (laughs) crises, um, that ended up happening this month. I just like wasn't really in the mood to document that kind of thing anymore. Sure. Um, But I do see the appeal and I think this would really, again, be interesting to look back on in like a different life stage. Like I think if I had done this in high school, it would have been really interesting for me to look at now and see like what the top three things on my mind were every day. Um, So I think if I were to do a bullet journal, this would definitely be like in my table of contents for every month. Yeah. Yeah. So this is, I think, out of all of the ones that we're talking about, the one that I'm like least familiar with, I wrote down, I think the closest I have gotten to this is your standard to-do list, which I don't think is what the goal of this type of journaling is. Um, But I feel like, honestly, I'm kind of intrigued to start that in November, kind of like in the calendar format, even just like on Google Calendar, putting into like the notes section Mm. of like one of the events that I have that day or like making it um, like an all-day event each day and just yeah. putting it in that way could be interesting like you said to look back on and be like what was on my mind in November 2020 probably a yeah. lot <laughs> I do like the idea of putting it in Google Calendar you guys know I love Google Calendar yep. um, but I think that would like integrate easily into our schedules because like we're already I already have it open in a tab at, at any given point of the day so yeah exactly so our next one is travel journals, which unfortunately is not super relevant right now, but hopefully it will be again soon. Um, So some people will make these for each trip so that it's easier to remember and you have this, you know, one memento of that trip you went on. Um, You, I'm sure there's people that do have like a dedicated travel journal and they just add to it each trip that they go on. So it's not dedicated to one trip, but just travel in general. But you can write your thoughts in this journal. You can attach tickets and pictures and write your memories. Um, and you can have this to hand down to kids or even just to show friends. Like, I feel like whenever you go on trips, people are like, how was it? And you're mm-hmm. like, well, I have this whole documented thing to show you. Um, so some ideas for it, you can draw an attraction you saw or attach a picture of an attraction you saw. You can document your itinerary. You can describe a meal you had. And yeah, I think that this is a really fun way to remember trips yeah I'm actually I feel like I've said this before but I'm like very notorious for not keeping anything from trips or buying souvenirs because like I just I get annoyed by that type of clutter I don't really like feeding into like (laughs) that level of capitalism like Mm -hmm. little magnets and stuff like that and I also like value photos the most from my trips like I really never you know like end up thinking about any souvenirs or like tickets or anything that I had I really just look at the photos 
Um, but I think it would be cool for me to do this like in a photo album, basically, like just get a dedicated like travel photo album, especially now that I have my film camera mm-hmm. and just put all my like travel photos in one place. Just like having a dedicated spot for photos from travel would be really cool. Yeah, for sure. So I actually did this for my trip to Rome back my sophomore year of college. And I went through it the other day and I'm really proud of my past self because I literally wrote down every place that we went in that day. And then I dedicated, I mean, I only wrote like three to 10 sentences maybe of just how I felt at the end of the day, what like my favorite thing to do that day was. And it was just really cool to look back on. Like I felt like I was there again, especially because I went as I went as part of a school trip. And so our days were like jam packed. Mm-hmm. And I remember some days just being like really tired and my feet hurting and not necessarily like taking in what I was experiencing to the extent that it deserved. So in doing this not only forced me to like reflect and be grateful for the trip that I was on in real time, but it also allows me to look back and be like, wow, this was such an amazing opportunity and I'm really glad that I got to experience it. It actually reminds me when I was in Russia for a month with school, they had us, it was like one of our assignments to have a blog and like post about mm-hmm. every day or like every week or something like that. I kind of want to go try to find that because it was like a real website. I wonder if I could like dig that up somewhere. Yeah. We, it was kind of the same thing, but yeah, it's really nice to look back on. So our next one is brain dumping. Um, so basically kind of like a classic diary. Um, you can write whatever you want every day. It can be long. It can be short. You can skip days. There really doesn't have to be any structure or specific flow. It's really just stream of consciousness. Um, And you guys might recall that this is, I think, both of our favorites right now. Um, I just think if like for my purposes of like de-stressing and just like clarifying my mind, this is like the most useful one to me right now. Um, And it really is like stream of consciousness. Like I feel like I've done a good job like distancing myself from like the, I guess, like grammar of it all and like the readability of it all. I really just like write whatever comes to mind. So definitely my favorite, really low pressure highly recommend giving it a try. Yeah, for sure. This is my current favorite as well. And I think especially this year, we're all stressed about a lot of things, whether you're stressed about the pandemic or the election or the 75 other bad things that have happened this year. Um, I really like that you can just open your journal and get it all out. Like I'm the, I don't know about you, but when I do this, I literally just write until I don't have any more thoughts. Like I'll just Mm -hmm. keep on going until I'm like, okay, I'm just repeating myself now. And it just feels so good. And it really is, I think, a great like beginner journaling technique because you really just do it on your own time. Like I don't do it every day by any means. I only do it when I feel like my thoughts are so jumbled that I can't like move forward. If that makes, Mm -hmm. that sounds so dramatic, but you know what I mean? Like your thoughts are so jumbled that you're like, okay, I'm like not being productive and like it's hindering my work right now because my thoughts are so cluttered. So it's a good way to to get them out of your head. Mm -hmm. But our next one is an affirmations journal. So the act of writing this down pen to paper every day can help you better practice self-love, which I think is definitely something that we all could use more of. Um, you're supposed to do it in the present tense. So instead of saying, I will, you write, I am, even if it's a future thing that you're working on. And this could also pair well with the vision journal, like we were talking about, because I think affirmations and like manifestations tend to, tend to go well together. I I think Mm -hmm. of affirmations more so as like, I am smart, whereas manifestations are like, 
I am successful, I guess. I don't know. Maybe that's the same thing. <laughs> no, I say it a lot. I'm like, that sounds like the exact same thing. But yeah, so it allows you to set goals both in your life and within yourself. So some ideas are writing things like, I am abundant. I am grateful for everything I have. I always have more than I need. I have the ability to earn a lot of money. So I guess that last one's a good example of like, that's more of a manifestation than like saying, I am smart, I guess. I don't know. Hopefully that made sense. Yeah, I think of like affirmations of as like something you currently are and you know that you are, yeah. but you just need to like hear it for yourself. Yeah. And then I think of manifestations as like things that you aspire to, but you are supposed to say manifestations in the current tense because yeah. like if you always say I will, I will, I will, then it'll never happen. I don't know. I think that's the logic. <laughs> yeah, no, that makes sense. <laughs> So I do incorporate this as part of my current practice, which again, we are going to go through at the end of this episode and say just everything we do right now. But I do find it kind of hard to write I am for some things. So like, for example, like I am grateful for everything that I have. Like that one makes sense to me. But like I am living in a beautiful apartment in Boston because I'm like, no, I'm not though. But I get the logic. It's just hard for me to do it. Yeah. <laughs> You're supposed to be placing yourself there mentally so that then yeah. you like do the work not the work because that because especially with that goal like it's not as much work driven as it is circumstance driven Mm -hmm. but it's inviting the circumstances necessary for you to like live that reality yeah and I think (laughs) yeah I get Um, the concept I just find it harder like sometimes when I'm doing it I feel a little woo woo yeah a little little uh (laughs) like a liar you're like does my journal know that I'm lying to it yeah So I have done this very minimally and this is affirmations in general are just something that I think I really need to work into my life because I'm a very insecure person and I don't think highly of myself at all, not to be like deep, but (laughs) I need to be better at that. So um, right now I have a sticky note on my computer monitor and I'm looking at it right now and it says, I'm smart enough, I'm capable enough, I'm prepared enough, I'm mature enough, I'm experienced enough, I got this. And I wrote that right before I started my midterm for my civil procedure class Um, because those are just like the areas that I feel like I need to remind myself that I, I am those things and I know I am those things. My thoughts just cloud a little bit, but it was definitely inspired by uh, my queen, AOC. For those of you that have seen Knock Down the House, I think is what it's called, before she does her debate, she says those affirmations. She says, I need to take up space. She takes up space. Um, So yeah, definitely, you know, talking to yourself in this way and writing it down especially, I think, can help you really believe it about yourself. And I also think that it'd be a great thing to incorporate into a vision journal because at the end of the day, I think we all want to be proud of ourselves and like ourselves so moving on to the gratitude journal this one's pretty straightforward it's exactly what it sounds like it's just a journal where you record what you're thankful for what you're grateful for and it's really designed to help you think more positively so some ideas for a gratitude journal would be writing about a person that you're glad to have in your life some personality traits of yours that you're grateful for that you feel like have gotten you far Um, a place that you feel particularly safe or your favorite meal. So I do include a gratitude section of my journal, but I don't really do it in like this prompt format so much. I literally just write like I'm grateful for and then like a bulleted list. Um, But I think it would be kind of cool to like get into more 
detail and kind of see it as more of like a prompt and like write a little paragraph about like a person you're grateful for and why, even if you never share it with them. I just think it's good to remind yourself, especially like in dark times, everything that you do have, um, because it can be easy to like have negative thoughts cloud your mind, but um, just like the simplest things like a roof of your head and like, I don't know. I just think it would be cool to do it in more of this prompt fashion, but I do kind of do it to an extent. Yeah, I I have attempted this a lot <laughs> and I'm really bad at keeping up with it, which I feel like makes me sound like I'm like not grateful. <laughs> I am, I swear, for a lot of things. But I think at least right now, I'm at a point where I see journaling as my way to like get the negative thoughts out, if that makes sense. But I can see in the long term that not backfiring, but I don't want journaling in itself to become negative or I don't want to always associate journaling with when I'm feeling down and negative. Mm -hmm. So I think this is definitely something that I should make an effort to incorporate. So that way I'm always leaving a journaling session thinking positive things rather than leaving negative things, if that makes sense. Yeah, I I think that makes sense. And I feel like um, I even did that like this past weekend, like with everything like going on with my family right now, like I went to a local park and I did try to like think of everything that I was grateful for. And I feel like it does help. Like, like I said, like even just like little things that you would never think to like say thank you to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, like my, I was like my cat, like my cat has been really nice to me. She's been like chilling out with me while I work. Like she's a great cat, you know, just like recognizing <laughs> stuff like that. <laughs> yes, <laughs> for sure. So our next, and I think our second to last journaling um method is artistic journals and spreads so with this you want to think of miss katie bellotti i feel like she's the queen of the artistic journal spread um so when you save things like tickets and recipes photos postcards and using like markers paints newspaper clippings like this is really when you get it like it's like almost a scrapbook like it's Mm -hmm. it's toeing the line between journal and scrapbook um And truthfully, I think a lot of the journals that we've talked about can be made really artsy. So, like, you can make a very artsy vision journal or gratitude journal. Like, it all depends on if you want to use more words or more visuals and pictures and things like that. So, they're definitely not um, mutually exclusive. Is that the term? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely not mutually exclusive. (laughs) They can be combined and customized to your little heart's desires. But some ideas that you can play around with are, you know, a spread on the current news cycle, a spread on the season you're in, um, which I actually think would be really fun to do like seasonal spreads or even like monthly spreads Mm -hmm. of what you were up to that month. And again, it's just a really cool thing to have to look back on. Yeah, I did try this once or twice and I think it'd be really, really cool to pick it up. I feel like I'm just not good at drawing. Like I'm not that good at drawing. So I just get self-conscious about it. Um, But I think doing it more of like a mixed media thing would be cool. Like I know Katie Blotty orders um, like vintage book pages from Etsy and does stuff with them. And I feel like that would be cool. Like, you know, like the cross out poems and stuff like that, I feel like would be fun. Yeah. So I'm definitely interested in trying it. Um, But yeah, I don't really know like what kind of like schedule I would want to be on I think like maybe monthly is practical enough yeah so I did this in high school it was actually this was one I was thinking of when I wrote the script but I had to do a project called the altered book project at my high school where it was like essentially this and we I bought a copy of catching fire from Goodwill oh my god (laughs) 
Because at the time I was like, this is my favorite book. Like this book changed my life. And so I bought a copy of it and like turned it into a scrapbook essentially. And do not get me wrong. It is not good. Like Katie Bilotti is not quaking. She's not worried. Like it's all good with her. I'm not coming for her in any sort of way, but it was really fun. And I think that honestly could be a fun way to like start with a start with not a blank canvas like if you just get an old book and then work from that that could be a fun thing to do oh I didn't realize you were like doing it like legit in the book I thought you were like tearing out pages of the book and stuff yeah no I used like the whole book and like I carved into it and all this stuff cut it up yeah I don't know if that's like controversial but it's something that I did so (laughs) Suzanne Collins is not pleased. <laughs> she is. I only. I, yeah, I didn't do it to my personal copy. I only did. I got another copy specifically to destroy because I didn't want to destroy my personal copy. Fair enough. All right, our last type of journal that we're going to be talking about in this episode is like I didn't know what to call this category. Like a quote, like specialized journal. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking of like journals that you can buy with like pre-written prompts for different goals or like life stages. Um. I think these would be these make really really great gifts. I actually gave one of these as a gift to my friend Kayla when I found out she was pregnant about a year ago. At this time, I gave her like a pregnancy journal, um, and I think it like had a spread per like month of pregnancy you were in or like week maybe. Yeah, maybe it was week of pregnancy, so you could write about like how you're feeling. Um, and in her case, she is um, Christian, so it had like specific like prayers for every week too. So like if your baby was going to be like developing eyes that week, you could like pray that they like see the beauty of the world or whatever, stuff like that. (laughs) Um, So I think it's a really good gift idea. I think it's like a very thoughtful gift idea if you're like in one of those like stages of life that you'd want to document. So like I think it'd be a nice like wedding thing or like pregnancy thing. But I also think in general, this would be pretty easy to DIY in a regular journal if you're doing it for yourself. Obviously, if you're giving it as a gift, it makes more sense to buy it. Or you could like DIY like a really nice like get them a normal journal but like you write in all of the prompts and the quotes and stuff like that I actually feel like that would be like an amazing gift yeah that would be really fun and like really thoughtful yeah that would be like incredibly thoughtful I'm like I'm writing this down (laughs) I'm like save it in the file Kylie (laughs) yeah um but yeah so I don't think you necessarily have to spend money on like the specialized journal version of these things but um I do like the idea of like having one to document like very special points in life like that. <laughs> yeah, I completely agree. And I do think that these types of journals are really great for beginners because it, yeah, you don't have to like, um, that's what I'm looking for, come up with it as you go. And I think it's a good way to like figure out what you like, especially because I think most, um, you can get like very specialized. <laughs> Not to use that term again, but very, what's the word I'm looking for? Like specific. focused. Yeah, specific. Thank you. You can get very specific ones that like are focused on gratitude or focused on memories and things like that, or they make more generic ones. And if you get one of those more generic ones and find that you really enjoy doing the gratitude prompts more than the brain dump prompts, well, now you know, once you finish that journal, maybe you should start a gratitude journal and things like that. Um, But I agree, it's really easy to customize a blank journal and, you know, have it serve all the purposes that you want it to serve. Yeah, I think it does provide that structure if you feel like you need that. But definitely putting that one in the the brain files. The brain would be an amazing gift. Like I'm trying to think of other applications. Like if you knew someone was going on a travel, like a big trip or something, yeah, that would be really a really nice gift. Ooh, okay, (laughs) archived. (laughs) 
Okay, so to end this episode off, we are just going to give a summary of our current journaling routines because I think that they include aspects of the different types we talked about. And like we said, that's the whole appeal. You can combine, you can kind of take what you like, leave what you don't, combine the things you like, um, and it's really just for yourself. So for me, I always start with a brain dump when I'm journaling. I always put the date too. That's very important to me. Put the date (laughs) um, so that, you know, if you ever want to look back on it, past self has like a timestamp. Mm-hmm. Or future self, I guess, has a timestamp. Um, so I start with a brain dump and then I do um, a gratitude list. Like I mentioned, like very simple, just like bullets. I'm grateful for blank. I'm grateful for blank. Um, and then I do goals and manifestations. Um, some of them I keep the same like every time. Some of them I change them up if they're like specific for like that work week or something like that. But yeah, just whenever I'm in the mood, um, I just use like a simple lined journal. I have like a moleskin that's just like I got at TJ Maxx for like surprisingly cheap. Go check there if you guys want a good journal. Yeah. Um, it's just like regular lined. Um, and I really don't have a specific schedule, not daily, not weekly, just like whenever I'm in the mood and feel like I need it. And I feel like that's what's been the most helpful for me with journaling is like every time I would try to pick it up in the past, I would like try to hold myself to a schedule. Like I'd be like, okay, like every night before bed or like every Monday, like that kind of thing. And I feel like that's when you kind of come to resent it. Like you, for me at least, like I want to see it as like something that's there for me when I need it, but not as like an obligation, I guess. Like, so um, I think that's like what the most important thing for me is that it's just not on anyone's schedule, just like whenever I'm feeling like I need it. But yeah, what about you? Yeah, honestly, I'm agreeing with all, all that you're saying right now. I'm a huge brain dump journal type of gal. And truthfully, I hadn't journaled in a really long time until like what like a week and a half ago when you were like Kylie you should really journal (laughs) you sound like (laughs) someone who needs to be journaling right now um and I was just experiencing a lot of just brain fog I guess and especially being in law school I feel like it's really easy to go down the rabbit hole of like okay you finished your midterm and now for the next two weeks while it's being graded all I'm gonna think about is I definitely failed. Oh, no, no. I think I nailed it. No, I failed. No, actually, I think I nailed it. Actually, no, I think that I'm dropping out of law school. At least that's what my brain has been doing <laughs> all law school. Every second I like change my mind and think that I'm failing and then I think that I'm nailing it. If I put that into my journal, then I'm not thinking it in my mind, which is very nice and very peaceful. So yeah, I like to just do it whenever I feel like I can't sift through my thoughts and my thoughts have just become too loud for me to be able to productively go about my day. I think it's really helpful that I'm not holding myself to any sort of schedule. I'm just allowing myself to do it when I need to. And yeah, I just dump out on the page. I've heard, I don't remember where I heard this from, but I remember hearing that especially with brain dumping, the goal is to try to write three full pages because Mm -hmm. odds are you have enough thoughts to fill up three full pages. So I very, um, I'm not super strict with it, but I try to get to three pages and I find that that's normally when my thoughts run out and I feel like I've gotten enough out. But it's just, it's so customizable. Do what makes you feel good. Once you feel like you've gotten all those thoughts that you need to get out out of your head, feel free to stop. And then I think with the new year approaching, especially, which is crazy to say that sentence because I can't believe it. um, I think I am going to start a vision journal and try to do it kind of artistic, but not super artistic in the way that it will like take up all of my time (laughs) yeah I agree I actually I didn't think about like the ones that I want to 
start, but I do think, yeah, a vision journal. And then if I did a bullet journal, I would definitely incorporate the line a day mm-hmm. aspect. And then the next time I travel, I'm for sure going to do a travel journal of some sort. I just feel like it's not really worth planning for that at this point. Yeah. For sure. But yeah, so that's our episode on journaling. We hope that you found this helpful and it inspired you to start doing one of these journals. For sure. And as always, follow us on Instagram, rate us on Apple Podcasts. We will read your review just like we did today. Thanks again, Mm -hmm. Taylor. Yes. And follow our TikTok, leave us an anonymous suggestion. Um, And I think that's about it. Yes, we will talk to you guys next Tuesday. Yes, talk to you guys next week.